Hello, welcome to Pep Talks, People Empowering People, where we interview everyday people telling their stories of not-so-everyday resiliency. We hope to inspire you get through your adversity after learning their stories. Pep Talks is brought to you by Mind Over Matter Books, children and adults books that allow you to learn skills to overcome your adversity so that you can live a more resilient life. We hope you enjoy today's episode. I am here with Carrie Treister, who is a successful yoga teacher and teacher trainer who created the Carrie Treister School of Yoga. Carrie is a beacon of resiliency as she experienced both physical limitations along with some challenges that didn't stop her from following her dreams. Welcome, Carrie. Thanks, Casey. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Carrie was actually both Greta, who's helped me with this podcast, and my instructor in the teacher trainer program, where both Greta and I became yoga instructors a couple of years ago, and that's how we met. So it's wonderful to have Carrie coming on to our podcast today. Really appreciate you coming to share your story, Carrie. So well, thank you so much. Certainly. Uh, Carrie is very successful, very young, and uh, really independent. And I really admired your journey that you had made it so far at such a young age. Can you take me through part of this journey of how you you became this amazing yoga instructor and created your own teacher trainer program while you're helping so many others learn tools to better their mind, body, and souls? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So I guess taking it way back to, I think when I was probably in high school, maybe like eighth grade, ninth grade, and then so forth, um, I actually worked for the local community theater. And I did everything from assistant directing, prop, to teaching little kids, um, theater classes, princess classes, I don't know, you name it, I probably was involved one way or another. And I think that's really what sparked my initial interest in wanting to teach, to just be with others, to make a difference, to make an impact, because all of that had such an impact on me. And so then fast forward, it's kind of in the middle of all of that. I um I ended up getting scheduled to have uh, scoliosis surgery. I had some pretty bad curves in my spine. And um, it was really after my surgery that I found um, yoga because my surgeon had told me that I needed to keep my core strong in order to prevent low back pain for pretty much my whole life. And if I didn't... mm -hmm, how old were you? I'm sorry, when you had the scoliosis or I was 14. My gosh. So, so yeah, it was the beginning of my um, freshman year of high school. Wow, that had to be pretty traumatic. The beginning, beginning high school in itself can be really stressful, cause a lot of anxiety. And here you are beginning it with a major surgery on your back. It'd be really scary. Uh, 
with hope that everything goes right. And did the surgery go all right for you? Yeah, I was really fortunate that they got me to 100% straight, which is also pretty rare. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. <laughs> and so after that, the doctor told you, you need to find something that makes keep your core strong because that's going to help keep your spine in place. And how did you actually discover yoga? Like, did he tell you to do the yoga? So he did not tell me to do the yoga, but he basically said, you know, you're good. You have no, you really don't have many limitations on things you cannot do. I mean, it was a matter of obviously there are certain things my body won't do because I'm fused and I have rods, but within those, you know, small limitations, you can do whatever you want. And so at this was like the time when, you know, it was really before there was anything that you'd look up on the internet and there were DVDs and VHS of different classes. And my mom had quite the collection of everything fitness. And um, so I would pull different things and I would do stability ball workouts. I would do mat Pilates and I would do yoga. And I really enjoyed all of those things combined. And then one afternoon or evening, my sister and one of my closest friends invited me to yoga, to a yoga class, um, actually at Cleveland Yoga. This was when they were a much smaller studio on the second floor in the Hamptons apartment complex in Beachwood. And is this still you in ninth grade? No, this, sorry, this jumps ahead to... I think it was probably right after I graduated. So you get invited after graduation, probably 18 years old or so. Yeah, 18, 19, somewhere in there. And can I ask how old you are now? No, you're Yeah, young. I actually turned 34 tomorrow. Woo, happy birthday weekend. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow, 34 now. The young one. That's awesome. So <laughs> at 18, you get invited to Cleveland Yoga. Um, over in Beachwood at the time. And mm -hmm. tell me about that experience. So I, you know, of course I'm like, okay, I'm game. I'll come try it with the mindset though of like, this is going to suck because I'm probably not going to be able to do any of the poses. Um, you know, at least when you're at home, you can do what works and what doesn't and no one can see you. But... Mm. <laughs> But anyway, we went to a class. I believe it was like a probably around a power yoga basics class or something. And it was a hot, sweaty class. I had no idea what I was getting into. And I was hooked. I was absolutely hooked. I couldn't believe what my body could do. And I amounted a lot of it to heat in the room because I was just so stiff from you know, not doing a ton, just doing what I needed to do to avoid pain. So um, I, I ended up buying like, I think they had a week long, two week long thing, like $25, bought that went every single day of the week. Like I kid you not, I think it was seven days a week. And then I started doing unlimited yoga. And I would go at least six days a week, if not seven. for a few years and so, so you actually mm -hmm. like 
initially when you're doing it at home, you were kind of just doing what you needed to stay out of pain. But now you're kind mm-hmm. of getting being pushed to a level that's giving you really the strength you needed without realizing it. That's pretty- yeah. Uh-huh. It almost like it, it presented like an edge that I didn't know I needed and that I didn't know I, I guess I had or like exactly what it was. I love that. I love the edge. You talked about the edge when we were being uh, instructed by you, finding your edge. Uh, tell me more about the edge. What does that mean? So I think it kind of, it means a few different things to me personally. Like in a physical sense, you know, it's finding a challenge where I feel like I can't do this yet. I stick with it. I stick with it. I become non-reactive or less reactive in the moment and I come to my breath no matter what it is whether it's yoga it's you know when I attempt to be a runner on the treadmill (laughs) when I lift weights whatever it is from that physical stance it's like when I think I can't do it any longer but I continue going and I kind of find a new edge and I bring myself further than I thought I could I, I see a new possibility kind of appear right before my eyes And then I think that that kind of, the edge rolls over into, you know, those real life experiences off the mat, that it could be even just having an uncomfortable conversation with somebody. Um, It could be like starting a new job, it could be getting in or out of a relationship for whatever reason that may be, and just kind of confronting whatever that, that thing is that's creating the edge I for love you. This. I love this. I love that you you continue to push yourself rather than staying comfortable, you keep pushing yourself to the next level. And and you see the growth. I mean every time you get to that next step and especially like running's a, a great analogy because people, you know, start out running a mile or two at a very slow pace and then they can get up to doing a 5K, then a 10K and you know, most marathoners will tell you their story of really pushing themselves to that edge. And that's a huge piece in athletics, no matter what you're doing. And yet it certainly can be transferred to life. That comfort of working your regular day job to taking yourself to that edge and creating your own business or whatever it is you want to do, or leaving that one uh, relationship and starting a new relationship. So I love, I love the edge. I, I, I learned that from you and our, uh, in your classes. And I love that you actually role model, you know, pushing yourself to your edge and running those things that aren't easy and surpassing them. I love that about you. Thank you for role modeling that. Of course. So tell me now, I remember you were very young when you started taking, uh, becoming a yoga instructor. Tell me, take me there and how you went from there to now having your own like business with it. Yeah, sure. So back in that time, like my late teens into maybe 20, 21 time, I was still going to yoga all the time. I was also in college at the time. So I Anyway, I ended up taking my yoga teacher training my senior year of college, my last semester of college. 
And I was fortunate that my class load like wasn't a ton that last semester. So it was completely possible to make the schedule for the training work. And I had been bugging the owner for months asking her when she was going to do a yoga teacher training because I was really interested. And at the time, there was maybe one or two teacher trainings in the whole greater Cleveland area. Wow. Um, So, yeah, so we can see how it's changed now because there's a lot of them. Sure, absolutely. So, yeah. So, anyway, I ended up taking my teacher training in 2008. And I believe it was like a three or four month program. And it was also Cleveland Yoga's first teacher training that they ever offered. Um, So it was really cool to be a part of that and to experience it really from the ground up. And I decided that when I finished, um, I was kind of in in the, it was the perfect place to be in because I I really didn't have like a real job at the time because I was finishing school. And during college, I did all the theater stuff still, assistant directed, but that was mostly just evenings and weekends. So, you know, my days were, were pretty open. So when teacher training finished, I ended up getting a job just working at a local studio that isn't open anymore. But it also coincidentally was a couple doors down from my grandfather's art gallery. So I was able to bounce back and forth between doing my work I did for his business and not related to yoga, but, and the yoga studio. And I got some cool opportunities to learn more in assisting and different methods of sequencing because it was a different style of yoga than I was, than, uh, that I was trained in. And from there, I just kind of took any opportunity that came my way from a teaching experience, any studio that was willing to hire me, I jumped right in because I really needed to get some experience. And um, at that point, I also had started kids yoga programs and they launched um, as after school programs in Beechwood, Orange and Solon. Since I kind of had gone back to my thoughts and while I loved working with kids in the theater stuff so how can I flip it into you know the yoga stuff and uh, I took a kids yoga teacher training years ago just to just to get some ideas on what I could do with them and how I could build the programs and pitch them and, and all that stuff and I ended up letting those go when I took a job with Lifetime Fitness and I got an opportunity to study with Johnny Kess and take his teacher training a couple times and then lead his training. Wow. That's big stuff. It had to be great training that you had there. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. It opened up a lot of opportunities getting to work with him um, and Lifetime. Um, I got to go and assist him at Wonderlust Yoga Festival in Lake Tahoe um, and some other conferences and and stuff. So that was really fun. Um, and once I started leading the yoga teacher trainings, um, I also got offered to lead regional trainings for the company and really got to grow my skill 
in leadership and in teaching teachers. Because it's one thing to be able to teach a really powerful yoga class, but it's another thing to be able to relay how to do that to other people. Absolutely. That takes a very special person to be able to do that piece. That That's a gift. Not everybody has that. I mean, you know, it's kind of a trendy thing now to do yoga. And a lot of people are even becoming yoga instructors. But to take it to the next level where you were at at such a young age is, um, it's amazing. I and mean, that's a real difficult skill to have because you have to go into so much detail with everything about the body. You need to know every muscle bone. I mean, you really had to learn a lot about the body and movement and know how to keep people's attention. And it, it required a lot. And you were so young. So then to get the respect from people that mainly were older than you while you were doing all this, that that's impressive. Impressive. Well, thank you. So yeah, it, going with your journey, please. Yeah, it, it was really cool, you know, to be able to gain that respect, like you said, from people who, who are older than me, who have much more life experience than me, too. Um, I think that really now more than ever, I think I'm able to finally play more life experience into what I do. Um, I started my own training program in 2015. Um, I made the decision to leave the, the company I was working with and kind of break off and do my own thing. Um, I knew I wanted to do it. It was just a matter of when was really all it was. And I was working for a studio at the time called Three Sisters Yoga. And they had so much faith in me and gave me so much support in letting me launch my programming at their space. And uh, I'll forever be grateful to all of them for that. Um, and it's really just kind of grown from there. After a few few years of running it in their space, I was able to just kind of branch off fully on my own. And it's been great. And that's where I think so much of life experience now into my 30s, I can, I can speak a little more to everybody versus just, you know, when you're 21, 22 years old, even I think when I first started leading training, I might have been like 24, 25. There isn't a ton of life experience. Like we all have things happen, but I wouldn't say that it was like this crazy life experience at that point. Um, where now I feel like I have much more understanding to a lot of different people and can relate on a much more personal level, an authentic level. You have a, um, you know, probably more empathy for those who have experienced loss, having experienced their own losses, especially in the last year. Um, I know you lost your grandfather, who served as a father figure to you because your biological father had passed away when you were seven and a half year old due to complications from a brain tumor. So you, you definitely faced adversity and loss and now are older and more mature finding that those life experiences are helping meld you into a compassionate, uh, more aware, probably, uh, instructor. And not just an instructor when teaching yoga, but during your teacher training. 
those life experiences that you've had, just even just relationships that you've been in, help you to understand other people and their relationships. So, you know, the now that you're almost 34, you certainly have a lot more, you know, 10 more years of experience of uh, that, well, with losses and gains and opportunities and starting your own programs and taking those risks. And this has, all of this has, has had to have empowered you and catapulted you for, forward, I would think. Yeah, it absolutely has. I think, you know, losing my grandpa is probably one of the hardest things I think I've experienced because with my dad, I was so young and I, I mean, I hate to admit it, but I, I don't remember a lot of that now. You know, I know memories. Yeah, I know memories. And I hear stories from all of our, you know, wonderful, my aunts and uncles and cousins. Um, but my grandpa, you know, was part of my life for almost 34 years, 33 years. So, and we had like a pretty uh, special bond. And he was like my number one fan, number one supporter, my theater buddy, you know, I worked with him for his business for, gosh, um, a really long time. So, you know, what that taught me, though, in the last, you know, six months or so, or seven months that he's been gone, um, is the kind of person that I want to be known as, I guess, if that makes sense, in a sense of, um, he, he made such impact on people's lives just by saying something nice to them. Everybody knew him from his um, Dr. Seuss art gallery and everyone had such nice things to say about him. And especially, you know, like, I, I mean, I hate to say it when you die, people have lots of things to say. And sometimes it's not always good, I suppose. But, um, you know, with all the messages that and the people that came by and visited, the biggest thing, biggest takeaway I had from, from the whole thing and the whole experience was just the impact he had on people and that I want to be that and you know who leaves people really like feeling their best and leaves people feeling in their greatness I recently had another friend um in the last couple weeks pass away um of complications and from surgery and he was the same he was the same way everyone he left his mark on and it's just like my grandpa and I think it was just the fact of like how you leave people is feeling great you leave people feeling good whether you've known them for your lifetime or you've known them for like three minutes and so I want to be able to like give that people I think you already are you know made a positive impact on so many uh my most the thing i'm most impressed with when i was under your teacher training was how young you were because at that time you were like 30 years old and you had already been practicing yoga for a number of years became a yoga teacher uh, and then went on to be a teacher trainer creating your own curriculum branching off continuously growing and branching off like you're with you know, a business or a practice, and then you branch off and create your own stuff. You're continuing to move forward higher uh, with 
you know, it seems like you just have such uh, independent personality. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this. This is my next step in my journey. And it, age didn't matter. You just, you had this confidence, probably in seen from grandpa's support. And, um, and now the grandpa's not there. You're still carrying that impact he had on you and still moving forward, knowing that he's going to be proud of you, continue to be proud of you. And, and I love that your takeaway from grandpa and your friend, who I'm sorry, passed away, was the mark that they left on others. It's so key that, you know, we want to make people's days just in a simple hello and a smile. They can just make a, you know, make a person's day to the conversations you're having and the bonds you're building with your teacher training and all of your yoga classes. I mean, you have a huge following, Terry, of people that come to your yoga classes. That that's from you and spirit you bring, the personality you bring, the safety that you bring to the space that you offer individuals. And nobody feels threatened when they're in your yoga classes. Nobody feels insecure about their abilities. You somehow have this open arm, open uh, mind to each person, regardless of shape, age, you know, ability, level. You've always made people feel very good in their practice. So I, I appreciate that. And I'm guessing you got that from your grandpa and, and, you know, let it be known to you that you certainly have taken on that impact that he had on others uh, yourself as well. Thank you. Thank you. I, I also think I just, I'm really fortunate that I've had also such a supportive family through everything. From the time I was, you know, born to even now, like the support I get from my mom, from my grandma, from my sister, from Alan, from, you know, my cousins, my aunts and uncles, and we're all a really close knit family. And so to have everybody's support also really, I think makes even more things possible. Absolutely. They believe in you, which helps you to believe in you and and to have that close network uh, of family is, is so critical. And if you don't have biological family, my gosh, we can always pick our family, pick our friends. And I know you have a huge following of support as well that's outside of your uh, biological family. Um, you, you have your yoga tribe. <laughs> <laughs> so what is next for Carrie Priester? What is your, your dream? Where do you see yourself in 10, 10 years from now or so? Oh my gosh. I feel like it's, it's literally, it's constantly changing. Sometimes it's I'll have a family and still be teaching yoga, but it may not be like my sole passion in that moment 10 years from now. And then sometimes I think, well, I could grow this, you know, my yoga school to be bigger. I can expand online trainings to retreat style trainings um, from the business end. So it kind of fluctuates. I mean, I'm sure there could be a balance of both. I just, until I have have both, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, we. I think we, Alan and I would like to probably be living down in Florida in the next 10 years by the beach and uh, warmer weather. <laughs> I'll be there with you. I will find you yeah. down there. Yes. <laughs> Winters are getting harder and harder, aren't they? Yes, they are. Well, Carrie, I really appreciate you uh, sharing your story 
it always takes us to a vulnerable place when we share our story of adversity and experiences and uh, tell how we got from one point to another point. Not everybody's comfortable sharing that story. So I always appreciate anybody who's willing to come and, and tell their stories and, and inspire. I mean, my gosh, so young, Harry. I mean, you started this really when you were 24 years old. I mean, you were working, well, really younger, working as the in the teaching classes when you were in eighth grade, ninth grade. You were already showing your leadership skills, You working in the theater, and you continue to lead, continue to role model. You know, going through college, then getting turned on to yoga. Thank goodness for your sister, and really turning you on to that Cleveland yoga program. Um, and, and just you continue to move onward and upward, and always trying to build. Seems like you're not one to just sit and just be okay. Like, okay, we're here. This is working. I'm just going to keep it as is. I feel like you're just from watching you in the last couple of years, always looking to make things better and empower yourself and empower others in any better ways that you can. So I, I admire that about you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, I feel like especially well as individuals and as yoga teachers, I feel like we can never not know, we can never know everything. And I think it's really important to constantly continue growing. So that might mean taking a workshop. It might mean taking another teacher training. I just recently completed my 300 hour um, advanced yoga teacher training. So there's always this opportunity to grow. And I think that's what really, I think that's what keeps everything authentic. It keeps everything fresh and it gives us that space to then be able to create, you know? Love that. I love the, the yearning to grow and to learn and to keep moving forward. You really are an inspiration, Carrie, and I appreciate you. I look forward to watching you continue to grow and all that you can offer us. Um, during this time now, um, while we're taping, we're in quarantine. Can you tell us how we can reach you and your yoga practice? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so right now, uh, and this is something I've been wanting to do for a while. So now I have no choice but to do it. <laughs> um, you can find me on YouTube, um, my YouTube channel. If you just search my name in YouTube, I, my videos should pop up. Um, I'm doing live stream videos with YouTube. So depending on what time is listed, it's live and then it records. Uh, and then you have full access to it. So um, and C I'm also doing. Can mm -hmm. I spell your name out? C, why don't you spell your name out for us so we know what to look for? Sure. C-A-R-R-I-E. And then last name's Treister. T-R-E-I-S-T-E-R. -E -E okay. Very good. So find that. Carrie Treister on YouTube. You're doing it live, but then it's saved as a video so that people can utilize or access anytime. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then I'm also doing um, video conference. So... Those are all listed on my website, which is just carrytreester.com. And, and the YouTube is connected on there as well. Um, and those you just have to message me, whether it's via email or a Facebook or an Instagram message. Um, and let me know which one you want to get on into. And we can see each other if you choose to. And um, that's pretty much 
pretty much it right now. A little bit of Instagram and Facebook stuff too. So very good. Well, for all of those uh, interested in bettering their bodies, mind, souls, look for Carrie Treister, T-R-E-I-S-T-E-R, on Facebook, Instagram, and web and YouTube for video uh, video yoga classes. She's a wonderful instructor, and she's taught so many of the instructors that are out there now at such a young age. So. Again, thank you, Carrie Treister. Looking forward to seeing all the, all that you are going to continue to offer this world while making your mark here. Thank you. Thank you. Today's takeaway points from Carrie Treister are push yourself to your edge physically, mentally, and emotionally, and then push yourself further. It is healing in taking the good qualities of our dearly deceased and striving for those character values in our own lives. You are never too young to take on leadership roles and inspire people of all ages. You can find Carrie Treister on Facebook, Instagram, and her website by her name, Carrie Treister, C-A-R-R-I-E, T-R-E-I-S-T-E-R. Today's gratitude is, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. Well, that's it for today's interview. We hope our guest helped you overcome some of your adversity and learn some new resiliency skills to help you to live a more fulfilled life. Keep on dancing and don't stop believing.